Welcome back to the next episode of the Perspective Podcast, where we are currently doing a podcast outdoors. Why, you ask? That's a great question. Nick, why are we doing a podcast outdoors right underneath of a Starbucks speaker right now? It's just where we're at. We're currently in Manuka, Illinois. I like it. For and some other work stuff. We have the ability to do it, which is also very funny that we're using batteries when there's a plug literally a foot from me. I wanted to test the capabilities of the battery-powered board. So if it goes out, it's on you. Shout out to our not sponsor, Zoom. Yes. Uh, what are we talking about today? I think we're diving into dreams. Dream, dream, dream. Cue the music. We can't afford that music. Just sadly, I was hoping it would music. play on the Starbucks That'd speaker. Be cool. And you get the occasional car exhaust, if that's what you guys would keep hearing. <laughs> yes. So we're right by the drive there. This is epic. Um, okay, what about dreams? When did dreams become real to you? Um, or are they real? I believe they are real now. I used to have sporadic ones throughout my younger years. Like you remember them? Um, faintly, maybe. Pr- yeah, probably like more of some of the scary ones I remember. Like what? Oh, man. Give us one. Um, like crazy monsters? Yeah, like crazy monsters when I was little that kind of made me afraid of the dark. I don't know if I could describe them for you. I just know that it was terrifying enough to the point that I... Did it wake you up? Um, yeah. Did you wet the bed? Nope. Hmm. How much older were you? How old were you? Uh, I gotta be like five to seven. I'm very impressed that you remember that. Or you could be completely making it up, but we wouldn't know right now. True. But it feels real, real. I believe you. Um, I don't remember stuff like that, so that's cool. Yeah, it's a detail, right? (laughs) Yeah, it is a detail. (laughs) Makes sense. Yeah, so dreams being real for me um, currently, it's probably been the last year that I have um, had people close to me someone in particular who uh, has experienced dreams in a big way and she uh, has had dreams about me that brought me some immense clarity like she's had some visions there and I know that it is a spiritual gift and I know that we all also do dream so I've been fighting so that's a big misnomer right a lot of people think I don't dream right yeah in fact you said that a lot yeah I don't dream it just doesn't happen I remember the beginning of those conversations we were back at the old office on Broadway and uh yeah, I, I remember you asking me there, and you guys were having some sort of conversation about it, and I just, yeah, me there's like, oh, no, I, like, I don't dream. And uh, then starting to understand that I am, and I just am unable to remember it, and starting to pray and try to get that, um, I don't know if unlocked is the word, but that just I have the ability to remember. Cheat code. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've slowly started to have the ability to, but, I mean, it's really sporadic still. Yeah. Have you had a dream that's been significant in the last six to 12 months? Um, personally? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can we share it? Um, yeah. So, like, I was, I was for a long time having just a dream about um, this girl and her eyes, and she was always looking at me. And um, I never knew. And this was a dream you had more than a year ago yeah and it was reoccurring yeah 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 multiple times probably 10 15 times and it was always 
um, the emotions around it that I felt is like it's hard now because I kind of have clarity on it so it's almost like my brain wants to fill in um, but just yeah my brain wants to say somebody that was in distress but it's just I guess somebody that I thought um, needed me needed help I didn't know who it was and um, yeah I got some clarity around that it is uh, yeah, my younger sister which is uh, she's somebody that has um, been on my mind a lot and um but came out of nowhere yeah i remember that moment when those dots connected like that was a weight that, or a realization yeah. that hit you that you was on the like other side of that for sure crazy crazy to see and experience yeah because like you so like obviously reoccurring dreams is absolute alarms going off for you to pay attention to something but back then i wasn't aware of that so like my brain had tried to explain it a multitude of ways sure so but until you get that um man anybody can kind of sit with you and maybe try to walk you through a dream you had that's not hard to do yeah the peace that you feel when you get some actual clarity and understanding you know yeah. like you've had somebody try to explain something to you before and it just doesn't resonate with you and you feel it in your stomach and maybe you're telling them yeah okay yeah but you and your core you know that you don't feel yeah. that yeah um so yeah in that moment yeah that clicking it was a like yeah like my soul agreed with it like yeah. it literally felt it to my core yeah i think it just was you know it's been a really fun journey to understand that i think at a high level um that our heavenly father is pursuing us in a whole lot of ways that we just don't pay attention to um and you can talk about a hundred different ways you know um your RAS, you know, when things hit your conscious level now and you start becoming aware of it. Um, I mean, I noticed that happened to a lot of people around us when we started talking about dreams and we started going through that. Um, all of a sudden, more people had dreams. No, more people didn't have dreams. just became more aware to them. Um, but the highest level for me was just a really humbling and sobering reminder that our Heavenly Father wants to communicate with us. Um, and He seeks to do it um, when our mind is the quietest, you know, and, and like, like scripture talks about, does not nature itself teach you? And there's so many things that we can learn from being out in the wild, being out in nature. And why? Because it's quiet. And that is, it just has meant so much to me when I realized, yeah, just to the highest level on that is that it is an opportunity for our Heavenly Father to communicate to us. Yeah, and something that started... Obviously, early on with a lot of us that our initial beginning dreams, I don't really remember dreams from when I was two or three, yeah. but like being able to go through and seeing Levi experience that. And then even now, like my nephew, Trevor, even Grace, and um, starting to really start to have an understanding that these night terrors, these, um, I mean, I have a close friend to me whose son is going through some absolute terrible night terrors right now about yeah. spiders. And it just, it, it uh, what's, what's going on there? Yeah, so um, I've, I've heard this and I've read it from multiple people and angles. Um, and to boil it down, to give some context, right? When you dream, that is when your mind is most at ease, most at rest. Um, and so that is when your father looks to communicate to you and to have conversation. And he does that in way of dreams. Think of in scripture how many times when he... He chose to communicate to somebody it was during a dream 
and always had to be interpreted. Not everybody could understand it. In fact, a lot of times the person that had a dream didn't understand it, um, had to be interpreted by somebody else. But that was the one of the number one ways he chose to communicate. Um, and it was because that was when, I believe, when our mind is the quietest. And so when you have that context to it and you start uh, to think about a child, and I don't think it's uncommon to understand that um, most children go through a period, um, typically between four and six or seven years old, where they have night terrors. And some are really bad. I remember when Grace went through them, um, you know, she had been through potty training, so she was probably probably five. And she had been through potty training, and we were done with that. And then all of a sudden she had these night terrors, and she would wake up just screaming and um, scared to death. She would wet the bed again. And it was like we couldn't get over this. And I just really didn't understand. We, would, we started praying over the room. We started... Um, Initially, what did you think, I guess, maybe put us in the mindset, maybe for parents that haven't gone through this yet, like where our minds might go in the beginning of that? I mean, I think as a parent, like the first thing, if you're not aware of dreams or anything like that, like your initial response is, it's just a night terror. Everything's going to be okay. Like, just go back to bed, you know? And Stop drinking before bed. Yeah, right. Um yeah, literally, like, because we, we thought she was drinking right before bed because she was wet in the bed. And so we did all those things that we knew that we could do. Um, we didn't, and we already didn't, but we were even more mindful of the shows that we watched, stories that we read, and um, just to see if there was triggers or what was going on. You know, we tried to put correlations together. Was it a show that we watched? or um, And nothing really solved the problem, just kept going. And... Um, I guess what I didn't know is that there's a reason for it. Um, yes, most kids go through it, um, but there's also a reason for it. And it could be a lot of things, right? Like that's a disclaimer. Like there could be a lot of reasons why a child or somebody has night terrors. Um, I believe um, through just the different people we've talked to and books that we've read that specifically when a child comes to a certain age when they're really understanding kind of the difference between right and wrong and good and bad and recognizing that there is bad there are bad things out there right um, I mean we teach our kids that there aren't bad people but there are uh, evil forces out there there are bad things there are monsters so to speak um, and they are, do exist and they're real and so typically it's usually around then that these children start having these dreams and I think a lot of people explain them away for because yeah they are just coming to age right and learning and processing through these and um, I had someone tell me and explain to me that what one possibility is is a motorbike going by <laughs> in your dream um, I don't know why I called it a motorbike we just jumped back into like the 1960s um, but one of the possibilities is that your heavenly father is calling out to those children trying to get them to understand that um, there is evil out there there are monsters out there and they typically if you talk about those dreams and what's involved in those dreams usually it has to do with different monsters, different spiders, different things right? but typically at the core of it the child or the individual can't get away from it there's nothing they can do to stop it or to get away from it and this is an opportunity, I believe, where our Heavenly Father is trying to call out to these children at a young age and get them to understand 
that they need something outside of themselves. They cannot save themselves. They are in need. We, as human beings, are in need of a Savior. And I believe it's a direct correlation as to why we see a lot of um, salvations come out of a four-year-old, five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old out of that time period because there is a recognition of there is evil out there. I cannot save myself. I'm not good enough. I can't get away. I need something bigger than me to help me out of this situation. And is this a war that's going on for this child's mind through dreams, dark and the light colliding? Yeah, I mean, certainly. So to go deeper down the rabbit hole, certainly when you dream, um, and I am by far not an expert at this, but from the little bit of research that I've done in reading, um, you're very close to accessing uh, like the spirit world, right? So Heavenly Father is like the Holy Spirit communicating through us there. Um, but depending on where we are in life and what is going on in our life, we may be opened up to other spirits that aren't very healthy for us. Spirit of fear, spirit of anger, spirit of whatever. And we could have certain doors open in. It's just like our Heavenly Father wants to reach us in those moments. Then we certainly have left the doors open for other people or other spirits to access um, us during those times as well. Go further down the rabbit hole. Like this could even be doors that are open generationally, potentially. Yeah. So um, it's not uncommon. Um, I mean, I heard a story one time from a close friend who was working with someone that started having night terrors at the age of 30 out of nowhere. And it, it was a horrible nightmare. Every Almost every night that she would have it, um, she was burning alive. Had no idea what this meant. Um, but through a lot of counseling, a lot of questioning, a lot of going back in generational Unbeknownst to a lot of the family, um, there was a great grandma that was battling some deep, heavy depression and ended up um, locking herself, soaking herself in gasoline, locking herself in the car, driving on the highway, lighting herself on fire. And most of the family didn't know. Nobody ever talked about this. Nobody talked about this lady had no clue that this happened, but it was passed down. And so now this lady was having nightmares about it and had no idea what it was about um but it was a generational thing that was passed down um which is a very real thing you know the bible talks about strongholds they're strong men um a lot of different things could be going on but that are triggered by a certain time in a certain way there's a certain way that genes get passed down based on your birth birth order and stuff and so those things will come out so it's also very possible that all of a sudden you start dreaming and this could be something that somebody else went through in your family and it was passed down during that same exact time frame. Very interesting that dreams just communicate with us in a variety of ways and manners, like just from the age, right? Like those three to seven year olds then that are yeah. going through a battle through their mind or somebody older that's able to get um, some clarity about life through dreams. Do you have any significant dreams in the past six to 12 months that you'd share? Um, Were you about to jump somewhere else? No, I was going to go high level. Um, significant dreams. I I am not the best still at remembering all of my dreams. Um, one practical tip is, yeah, keep something by your bed um, and write it down as soon as you wake up. Um, so, like, our girls know it. Joanne knows it. Like, literally one of the first things that I will ask them is, hey, did you have any dreams last night? Because usually, like, a trigger like that will be like, oh, wow, I did have it. Or you might be like, no, I can't remember anything. And then, like... 10, 15 minutes later, 
it hits you like, oh, I just remembered a piece of it, right? So for me, typically, if I had a dream that I remember the night before, it'll hit me throughout the day. Like I'll be walking or I'll be doing something and then all of a sudden just a piece of it just hits me and I'm like, oh, wow. And then if I stay in that moment and capture that thought kind of, I can start to run down uh, what happened in that dream. So um, significant ones, you know, there's a, and we haven't really cracked the code necessarily to this one yet. And I will give a disclaimer here, right? Um, that I was going to give a minute ago. Not all dreams are significant. Um, I don't believe that because there certainly are other things trying to influence us as well. So not every single dream has significance. Um, so if you're a little bit weirded out right now, that's okay. Just understand that there is significance to dreams and just pay attention to them, right? Just have some awareness. Just pay attention to what's going on in them and just start writing about them. Like if that's the only thing you do, just pay attention to them. Um, for us, Joanne had a certain dream uh, that involved water, involved a Jeep, and involved um, me going over a bridge. I was driving, um, speeding. We ended up uh, crashing into the get what we I don't think we decided what type of body of water it was but it was cold water um, and floating down it and so she remembers she had to dive down deep into the water um, to get one of the girls out and it was the same night that I remembered I don't remember I haven't yet remembered anything else other of my dream other than that I was in water and I remembered I had to um, get a big breath of air because uh, I was diving down in the water as well I don't know why um, I don't remember anything else around it yet. But so you both had a, a dream that's somewhat aligned. Yeah, we've had... Uh, that's probably the first one that we've had that have aligned. And I think actually maybe one of the girls had one too with water in it. And so um, we have drawn some conclusions but not fully about what, what it is yet. But um, there's definitely some significance on you know a ministry and a dying away of something. And, um, and kind of like a uh, stepping into Holy Spirit realm of what's to come and what's next. Just hearing you say that brings me immense peace. Like yeah. It just, yeah. And, it, and it's, it's super cool. You know, um, the second tip I'll give is there's a book that, and it's probably actually the only actual book other than talking to a lot of people about dreams. Um, it's the Divinity Code. And um, super good book. It's probably 300 pages maybe, but only about 200 pages are actually like books and really setting your mind and correcting a lot of old thinking that we had about dreams. And it's setting it up for um, just opening your eyes up to understanding and maybe learning a little bit more about dreams. And then the rest of it is um, basically metaphors and dictionary of what certain items mean. So... Um, your dreams are very significant, but you're typically in different ways than what you think. So uh, if there's somebody that you recognize in your dream that's a close friend or something, from my experience only, it probably doesn't mean anything about that particular person. It could. There are There is a type of dream where it does. In fact, we know somebody who dreams like this a lot. But most of the time, it more so has to do with the name is really significant or what they're wearing or what they're saying. Um, because a lot of us have dreams. If you ever had a dream about somebody who you knew it was this person, but the body and the face and everything wasn't really that person, you know? Yeah. And so the name and the meaning behind objects 
and like a Jeep or a vehicle or a truck or water, like those things are significant. It's not always, it's a lot of figurative. Like if you think about the dreams in the Bible, they're, um, you know, cows eating cows or whatever, right? Coming out of the water. Like they're, they're things that don't, they're very abstract. Like they don't make sense until you start to understand um, how our father likes to communicate and what the symbolism is behind each of these items. I love that because it makes it such a pursuant relationship to right. find and understand and, and try to grow in that aspect of not just, of course he can make it clear as could be, right? Right. But th- but it also, you know, there's a certain way that our father works in that he wants us to pursue him. And so I, that's how I look at dreams, right? Um, it is an intentional time where he, we, we've always dreamed, but this is a time where I can show I'm going to pursue you and really find out what you were trying to tell me in those moments. And I believe that's why he doesn't always give everybody very clear dreams that are just black and white. Oh, that's what that means. It is a pursuing deeper, the deeper meaning, right? Um, And pursuing what he really is trying to say and communicate to us. One other tip. Amanda reminded me of it was um, just not to be on your phone or have any screen time about an hour before bed. Yeah. That I have noticed in those times when I am able to remember my dreams, those are definitely the correlations behind it. Yeah. There's a whole lot more, you know, and we're skipping out a lot. And if this is the first time you're ever hearing something like this, that's okay. Um, I would just challenge you to keep an open mind. Um, you can believe it, not believe it. I could I, I'm I'm very open to new ideas, but very skeptical about you know dreams and some different things like that. However, I've seen so much of it validated in my life and the lives of those around us when we start paying attention to it that there's no question in my mind anymore about the significance that they can have. Um, and so it's not weird. It's not crazy. It's literally just a way that our Heavenly Father communicates with us, just like listening prayer, just like when we read something in Scripture that we've read a hundred times before and all of a sudden it meant something different because now the Holy Spirit brought it out to us, right? So it's just another way that our Father uh, has chosen to communicate with us and it's backed up in Scripture so many different times. Um, and and get the book Divinity Code if you um, are still under the mindset that uh, our Heavenly Father doesn't choose to speak to us during dreams anymore um, because he outlines it very clearly from Scripture and... Um, why it why he still does and then if you are having reoccurring dreams we would love to yeah. maybe talk to somebody more that's having that and then also too like if, if you're having dreams that you feel are significant um we have a few friends that would love to further talk to people about that gift and what that looks like from the holy spirit yeah i, I think please reach out the biggest thing we can say is is pay attention to them you know you're not alone if you're having crazy dreams or weird dreams and you just uh, we've talked to I mean, in the last three or four months, just a lot of people around us are like, wow, I didn't even know, you know. And, and so the point of this podcast is to create awareness around it um, so we can start to change our perspective on it. Um, and so just talk about it. Think about it more, you know. And if it's a reoccurring one, yeah, reach out to somebody um, because there's probably significance behind it. And there's a reason that it's reoccurring. Um, reach out to one of us. Yeah, reach I out mean, to us. I don't think we ever necessarily tell people how to do that. No. John's phone number is 219 9547 and my cell phone number is 219-201-1099 yeah give us a text or give us a call um but yeah we'd love to help um and and purely from a point of what we've walked through and what we've experienced only not from a 
know-it-all standpoint. You know, we're, we want to align ourselves with other people who are going through similar things. And I firmly believe that our Heavenly Father um, puts us through certain times in our lives to learn certain things, and it's not just for us. Yeah. I think there's other people that cross our paths during those times that we're supposed to help walk through that together at the same exact time. Um, and it might be different than where we were a year ago, but today I'm learning something new. And today or tomorrow, someone's going to come across my path that needs to know that. And it might be the only time we converse or have conversation or anything about it, but it was very intentional, very specific, and there's a reason for it. Yeah, and just and keep sharing that awareness. Like it's not, I doubt the Father's going to give you something that if you feel like it's not for you, chances are it's probably for somebody very, very near you. Yeah, yeah. Very good. Well, we're shutting down this episode here outside of Starbucks. To the smooth jazz. Talk to you guys on the next one.